And then when you're coming and they're happy, bro, you know, like this little kid, like, hey, can I get a picture of you swing, swing? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, bro, like, of course, <laughs> of course you can, bro. I'm in the big leagues, Tony don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston, hey, feeling like Whitney. I need a bag, bro, send it through quickly. I'm making his dog. So just to start us off, what is your business? What do you do today? Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, my business, bro, it's, it's, it's crazy, dude. So we're doing clinics, bro. So when you say clinics, you think hospital, you know, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. But, you know, we do these motivational swimming camps, bro. So it's, it's, it's unreal, honestly, because obviously I've been a professional swimmer my, my entire life, you know. So yeah. it's been swimming since I was seven. So 21 years of actual like competitive racing. Unreal. And just throughout the years, I, I found when I grew up, uh, as a youngster um, in the swimming game, I, I had no idea what was really out there, bro. What the international scene was, what the professional lifestyle was, what swimming really entailed. And through traveling, competing around the world, throughout South Africa, uh, you know, you gain knowledge and experience. And I wanted a way to share that with the, the young and aspiring, the young and aspiring swimmers. Um, so yeah, that's, that's where this whole idea came from, you know. So uh, basically, in essence, we run camps for young aspiring swimmers, corporates, it could be school camps, could be in any group of people who want to just have an absolute shrink, shrink time, which is my catchphrase, yeah. you know. It's absolute, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, so it all started with swimming because, you know, okay. the, the brand was all about swimming. So we started yeah, yeah. on YouTube channel, bro. We yeah. just did a YouTube channel. It was just me and a few other swimmers and we used to rock it out and just show the young kids like online what it's like to travel. What do we do in training? What do I assess? Like, what's the social life like? So a bit of vlogging. Vibes. Vlogging, bro. It was like yeah, total yeah. vlogging. So I just go across, you know, I just remember the, the classic. I was in Greece just showing what it's like to compete and like where we stay, what I chow and everything like that. And just kind of built, you know, like this all about swimming name in the swimming, in South African swimming, in the world, like started to become a thing. And it was like, okay, cool. Let's do some merchandise or something just for the channel, you know, like get some swimming caps or like some t-shirts, hoodies. And that was like, you know, the whole business wasn't really a business to start. Do you know what I mean? All it was was something where I wanted to share what this awesome life of swimming could be, this beautiful sport of swimming, how fun it is, like the friends you make, the memories you make, the places you go to. And it was all about swimming, literally. And through through the years of doing the videos and then getting some other people on the team, some other, you know, top swimmers in the country, um, they, they, they came through and they were on the videos. And then there was a, a kind of need for, oh, do you ever like come through to clubs and do like some coaching or do like a little bit of whatever you do online, do you do it in person? I was like, well, no, we don't do that. You know, for me, it was just a bit of fun. You know, it was me, you know, pursuing my swimming career. There was no real like intention behind it besides no. to just show it what was, a good time you're having. Bruno, yeah, yeah. There was no, it wasn't financially driven. It wasn't, I never thought of it really becoming a business. Obviously I had an idea of what I wanted the channel to be and all about swimming the brand or the name to, to ring in people's heads, you know, like just kind of make something of it like myself. And that's where the clinics came in. It was like, okay, can we, can we get you to the club? Can we, can we chat? Can you do something there? Can you show us some drills or like show us some breaststroke? And I was like, yeah, we could do that. And from there, it just stemmed from, I went to a school, did a little talk, maybe did some little swim things with them, something like a little chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I said, okay, hold on, maybe we can make this into There's a some business. Potential, yeah. As well as giving back to the, the swimming community. It's like giving them the skills, the knowledge, the experience that you can't just, you can't buy it, bro. You, you yeah. know, as a youngster, like when I was 12, you can't just go and do 10 years of professional swimming and understand it within a day, you know, but we could give what we'd learned to those like younger kids, aspiring kids who want to learn something, just motivate them. It all came, all about swimming is all about just pumping people up, making people feel good, making people feel that they're on the right track. You know, swimming is a beautiful sport. Yeah, it's hard, you know, the early mornings, the 
cold mornings, jumping in the water, Oof, yeah, 10 sessions a week. But I want to show you like what it can give you, you know, the, the traveling, the the friends, the memories, the laughs, but the laughs I've had over the years have been insane with the people I've met, the experiences just in general. Yeah. And that's what it was driven by the Aprian, which is so cool. You know, the core essence of all about swimming, whatever it is now, all about clinics, which is obviously it's transitioned throughout the years. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's, you know, it was all driven by that pure happiness and like finding the right reason to swim, you know, not yeah. just for the times and the medals or whatever it is. You can have the, an absolute blast in swimming. Yeah. And that's what we do at the clinics. We give you, you know, depending on how long those clinics are, we come down and we tell you some stories, we motivate you, we do some dry land, we do some gyms kind of stuff and pump you up and then we teach you a little bit of swimming and just have an absolute have a time. Yeah. Time, same time. And so how long have you been doing the clinics for? The how clinics? We, so you I've might been, have said it already, but I, I'm not sure if I missed yeah, so it. Actually, it's been difficult because of COVID. Obviously, clinics was quite a, you know, doing motivational training camps with groups of people, you know, 40 to 50 kids at a time. That became a little bit difficult during COVID. But we've, yeah, of course. we started that part of the, I don't want to say business, but the journey of All About Swimming. So the actual business side of it, that only started about two and a half years ago. And okay. we lost about a year in COVID. And so how long was the vlogging and all of that stuff going on for beforehand? The vlogging was about one and a half, two years. So okay. we did the YouTube, like smashed yeah. the YouTube one video a week. It was intense, bro. Like uh, the, the growth on the YouTube was insane for the beginning. And, you know, the views that we were getting were, were real views in the sense that when we went somewhere, those swimmers were at the galas. You know, they were people who would see us on the weekend. And if, if I went to uh, like one of the junior galas, you know, where all the kids are and they're just like doing their thing, you know, 8 to 14 years old, they would come and they'd be like, oh. All about swimming, you and know, like shrink, shrink and uh, that shrink, vibe, shrink, you know? I love it. <laughs> and you really, you really felt it, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, I compare it to like Instagram now where, uh, you know, you're cruising around, it's, you, know, you have followers or whatever it is, but you don't like really get spoken to. But when you went, when I went to the gala or, you know, I had other people like Martin and Aaron, other team members who were on All About Swimming, you come there, you'd be signing things all day long. It was like epic, bro. Like people loved it. It was just showing the fun and the heart of swimming. Do you feel like a bit of a celebrity? Bro, it was dude i was so so grateful for those moments bro yeah. because i mean you do feel like a celeb but it's it it, f it feels like you almost have a bit of a connection with them you know you have that core of swimming together yeah and they know what you've done and you kind of know what kind of content you've been putting out there maybe those people are enjoying it bro and then when you're coming and they're happy bro you know like the silk kid hey can i get a picture with you swing swing <laughs> and you're like yeah bro, like, of course <laughs> of course you can bro. yeah so, we love it so it was cool it wasn't you know the best thing part about the business of all about clinics and what we do now is it all started from good heart, bro. Do you know, like actually building something up without it being financially driven, which is, you know, I think most businesses you go and I'm going and that's what we're doing to make the money, you know, get the bank, secure the bag. That's bro. how they measure their success in the business, I guess, is exactly. by money. And usually, just, usually. Exactly. You, you count those rands and see how many you got at the end of the month, whatever yeah. it is, and uh, or the views or whatever it is to make the money and secure the bag. But, uh, you know, it was like two years of just good hard fun bro, of us driving in our own grind to like be the best we can yeah. while showing the young and aspiring what that life may be. And then it turned into to a business, you know, which yeah, people wanted to, to be a part of. So talking about, you know, starting a business and getting things started, there's always an initial investment. Did you need to pump in a lot of cash in the beginning or was it just, you know, n relatively cost-free? Yeah, yeah. So it, it was cost-free, but this in the sense that I didn't want to take on any big burdens, you know, any big loans or anything. I didn't feel the need to do anything like that. I didn't find uh, the need to get any private injection as well to get into it. I wanted to make sure when I had this idea of doing these clinics full time and, you know, going to different places, I wanted to practice in the best way possible through experience. 
So I did these clinics that I'm doing now, but for much less, bro. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. financially driven. It would just be to like kind of start that business, you know, start to get a little bit of a, a capital behind it. So it was all fully driven by myself of like starting really small without the idea of that business, going and doing private clinics without having that brand associated to it, raising a little bit of money into that. And then that's where we started, you know, so then we did the okay. merch and then it would all just be kind of like driven off. What can we do? Okay, let's go make that quickly. Then we can start building. And for me, I've always believed in, in any business idea you have, start small. If the idea is great, start small. Because if the idea is good, it doesn't matter if you have the billboards and the brick and mortar and the shiny glass glam chrome. If your idea isn't good, with all of that, it's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, if your idea is great, even on the smallest level, if you start small, you only have hoodies, bro. You know what I mean? And it's, it's made to order. You don't even have 2,000 units or whatever. Yeah. If people like it, they're going to go for it. You know, and if you have an idea that's, that people can believe in or, or they love, you start small. Yeah. 100%. You do it yourself. You go do the grind work. You know, you don't have to go get 500 people working for you or like get this and that and that. You just go do it. You graft it yourself and build along the way without taking on any yeah, yeah. major, you know, burden of debt or. It's anything. actually very similar to a guy I had on, on a previous episode, I oh, think yeah. season one. He started a jewelry company, but the minimum, I mean, the initial investment was so, that was small. Yes, yeah, relatively yes, yes, small. Yes, yes. But he spoke about how the idea was just, the, the idea was good. Mm. right in their mind start small take that money turn it into some more money then Dude. take that money turn it into some more money and just build it from there you know Absolutely. it's a good idea it'll flourish you know no matter well not no matter what but if you consistent with it and you graft it well and do it properly exactly you know, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna see some good returns whether you put one bar into something or 10 grand whatever it is yeah if you can make whatever that 10 grand got you and sell it all and make a double or whatever it is then you keep going. Yeah, you, you know keep I mean? going. And then you build, bro. And then you actually enjoy the experience a lot better. It's, it's quite easy for someone to, okay, cool. I want to mill. Let me start it up. Now you get everything, bro. You got the assistant. You got you got this. You got the merch. You got maybe a little store. You got signage. You got, you got all this kind of thing. Now you got a mill. And if that idea wasn't good, bro, now you're hurting. You know, yeah. you're behind the game, bro. You yeah, yeah. yeah. Take it small, especially if you're a young, young guy. I mean, I was a little bit younger when I started it. I didn't want to take on any crazy debt or anything or, yeah, or no. have that crazy. But I was also trying to pursue the swimming career at the same time. Yeah. So if I could do it on the side and just put back into the business every time we made, you know, with our, well, while still using some of that, but just keep putting it back, keep putting reinvesting, it back, yeah. reinvesting into that, getting more merch, right? Getting uh, more people, hiring more people to, to work with <laughs> us, you know, build the connections, travel, whatever it was. That's just the way I saw it, bro. Yeah. I tell people so, that all the time. So talking about that initial investment and then that reinvestment, have you been satisfied with the returns you've been seeing or has it been a bit slower than you maybe expected in the beginning? You know, what was that kind of the returns on that initial investment? Man, the, so I think it was great all the time. Whatever we put back in, it just kept doubling. Do you know what I mean? The size of the clinics got bigger. The professionalism of the clinics got better. You know, everything, you know, when you get the website going, you know, and then you have someone actually working for you, making sure they're sending out the emails, you know, not me waiting for to get back from training to to graph the yeah, mails, yeah, you know, yeah, or reply yeah. to the DMs or whatever it is. So I, I felt whatever we did, putting it back in, it got bigger, it got better, and just got more streamlined. Yeah, we made some mistakes along the way, like you can't believe, bro. I mean, of course, I mean, you're always going to. Oh, man, that's, you know, you, there, there's some out there that you're just like, wow, you know, you, you just wish you haven't gone down that road. But the, the biggest part for me, the biggest loss, which, you know, every business, no matter what industry you're in, that did the COVID for us. Is it? Man, we, yeah. were, we had international clients. We had a good rep going. We were every two weeks going international, different places. We had people calling in, wanting us to go there. 
and then COVID hits and then man like it's been what like almost two years bro you know what I mean like not almost two years but I mean we're in our second year of this yeah yeah and it's like Brilliant. Still trying to claw our way back. Some of our clients thing, yeah. I can't get to overseas. You know, yeah. India is one of our big ones. Can't get back to India. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It just can't be a thing. And it's like, what are some of the challenges you face besides COVID? You know, you spoke about some of the challenges in getting started. Are there any that come to mind besides COVID that were, you know, mm. quite significant? I think for me, because I was doing so much myself um, and being a professional swimmer, man, it's like, I can't even explain the hours that you would have to put in every single day, the mental energy, the physical energy for me to, to really graft. It was always on me. It was always, it still is a big part. It's like on me, you know, so now uh, I've had a little sabbatical off swimming, but the biggest challenge for me was finding the energy and the time to really graft and put a lot more, you know, so I didn't really have the energy, mental energy, bro, to even just go for it. And then I would say that was my own challenge, my own my own mental challenge was finding the time to really put the energy into the marketing, into the videos, like the YouTube videos, bro. Like the swimming got too crazy with the clinics that the YouTube videos fell off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're not putting as much effort and time into those. Man, and that was a mistake that I made. Do you know what I mean? That's one of my biggest ones. I wish I kept the YouTube going. To so go pick it up now, three, three years later or something, it can work, but we had the momentum, we had it going. And for some reason I thought that I could drop that for the business, but that was a big part of the business. That's and what got getting, it going, yeah. That's what I'm saying, bro. So, you know, that's where I lost a little bit of sight along the way. And then we got into Instagram videos and, and now- Do you think you would ever kick it off? No, again? we're going back, yeah. Oh, we're are you? Back, okay, yeah, epic. I'll make sure I go subscribe. That's no, no, no. Is we, it all about swimming? All about swimming, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, and earlier we were talking about, you were talking about how much you love it, right? So I'm yeah. assuming this is your passion or if there's, if you were given the opportunity, is there something else you would pursue you oh. know, for the rest of your life? Or are you happy to do this? The rest for the rest of your life bro I, I love it bro i love swimming i think my biggest thing is i love being around people bro you know okay. I'm, a, I'm a when i say i'm a people person extroverts you know like high energy i love chatting meeting new people um and a big thing for me is it's actually inspiring people you know i'm not saying oh i'm this inspirational dude but i've been through so many ups and downs in my own career that you know this i've learned so much bro i've learned so, from when i started competing to to where i am now I love being able to tell that story and actually help people, you know, because I, I say that at my clinics all the time. I, uh, the greatest thing you can ever do for someone is make them feel better about themselves or more confident about themselves. You can give them this, you can give them that, you can say that if you can make someone actually feel better about them being them, I feel like that's the greatest thing you could ever do for somebody. Yeah, you're giving them so much. Right, just, just that, by yeah. words or telling them a story that might just hit their heart like in one way, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going through that. Because, dude, we all go through... The craziest things, like the social media that we have, we show our best life all the time. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people, you know, obviously there's some influencers out there that show the, the rough parts. In the, but most people are showing, you know, they're not showing when they're having a bad day, bro. They're not like sitting there going, yeah, bro, really bad. You know, it's yeah, just like yeah. when they're out with the legit, like, you know, mates, like, <laughs> let's go, you know. So yeah, standard. For, for me, I would, if I could do this as long as I can, me personally doing these these talks, motivating and sharing my stories and seeing these kids like sometimes come up to you and even parents, bro, they kind of just, just want to like let you know that really resonated with me. And that's yeah, like yeah. just going through something similar that you went through. And it's just so nice to hear that, you know, you got around that or there was a way to kind of- Overcome it. Yeah, yeah bro. Here's some hope, I guess, yeah. And for me, if I can do this as long as I can, or at least get other people to teach them the ways of doing this kind of thing into all, all about swimming and doing it into other sports, bro, I would do this as long as, I love yeah. swimming, I love being in sports and the people. So in this whole journey, you know, swimming journey, starting with the vlogging and then moving into starting the clinics, have you ever sat back and felt like you've made it? 
And if so, when was that? If not, what would that look like for you? You know, to sit back and feel like you've made it in a sense. Bro, one thing for me in terms of that that statement, bro, like I feel like you can never feel like you've made it, dude. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, you know, there's moments where you're like, I'm on the right track and this is amazing. You yeah. Know? But I just, dude, the ebbs and flows of, of, of my career in terms of swimming, I just know how things are never constant, you know. And it's to say that you've made it, I feel, I feel like there'll be a point where I almost stop. Do, do you know what I mean? And yeah, that's, yeah, I guess It's you. almost like if, oh, okay, I've made it, you know, like, I don't think I could ever say that, bro. Like, honestly, ever. Like, even if, I don't know what that idea would even be. Would it, would would it, it be would financial be. success? Would it be the amount of people working for, or the amount of people that I've seen or the, the, the size of the events that we do? You know, I think there would be a point where it's like, you know, when we were gaining momentum before COVID, there were points where I was like, wow, dude, this is epic. You know, like, this is the right track. But I, I don't think I'll ever reach that point where I'm going to be yeah. like, I'm So there's no, it, like... Know? Be, you know, in, I don't know, I think most people, they'll have like an idea mm. of what they envision, what they want their life to Absolutely. look like. You know what I'm saying? I think for me, the idea of making it, you know, not necessarily made it, is just having that brand name known by so many people, you know, from country to country, city. I want South Africa to know that, you know, I want to see it, you know, like I think of brands like, you know, speedo arena you know like in swimming i'm just thinking of two yeah, big yeah. names you know i'm not saying we're in the same league we don't make swimming costumes but i want it to be like that bro yeah like i want people to know known, yeah all about swimming that's a name in the sport and i want all about to be a name known in other sports and i think that would okay. be a, a moment for me and so a bit of a a bit of a random question i guess but genuinely at the moment would you say you're happy bro the best question you could ask and absolutely bro absolutely i mean that's I mean, I say shwing, shwing, and that's like my thing, like shwing, shwing, baby, let's go. You know, like it started off as a bit of a joke back I'm then. I'm going to start using that now. Bro, <laughs> it's, it's really cool, bro. The meaning behind it is dope. And it's, it's, it's literally like I've said it now already, but, you know, finding the negative and the positive, I mean, finding the positive and the negative, no matter what the situation may be. And uh, for me, I think from some of the dips that I've had, bro, I had like kidney failure this year. I've had a broken elbow. You know, I've had like some really terrible setbacks you know i was at world champs i mean now i have spider bite but i had a spider bite at world champs in hungary Jeepers. you know i've just had like some some pretty rough like bets in my career you know some Even, knocks yeah some knocks and you know the biggest one was the broken elbow that was in the year of olympics i'd already qualified it was like epic bro you know and that was such a big knock and i went on such a down spiral you know like mentally and and uh oh man it was terrible i was in a bad way dude for sure you know it was the first time i think i actually felt like real you know, I don't want to say depression because it's, it's a bit of a wide spectrum, you know, using that word, but it was, I was in a bad way, bro. And uh, that's where the shrinking really came through because I had to like learn how to use my arm again and everything, like learn how to swim again. And from that moment, it was like the shrinking was, was real. It was about living in every single moment, like literally living in this moment, like here we are right now. Like I'm not thinking about what's tomorrow or what, what, you know, what's happening. Like obviously you have those thoughts, you know, but it's actually like being present in a moment with, with somebody because, bro, life is crazy, dude. You know, like you can plan for two weeks time and say, oh, I'm going to go with my mate somewhere, but then suddenly that goes, to, you know, that's a small thing. But, you know, I hate to talk like hectically, but, you know, people lose their lives all the time, bro. Do you know what I mean? And you, if you're living in a future that has you know, an outcome, like you, you're waiting for an outcome on eventuality that hasn't even happened yet, it's, it's like, what's the point of living, you know? So for me, that, that, you know, are you happy? Bro, I'm mega happy, bro. I'm doing things that I love. Are there little parts which I would like to improve or do more of? Or let's just talk about, we're talking about clinics here and my business, but 
would I like to have more? Of course I would, bro. You know, yeah, would yeah. I like to be booked up every single day? Oh, of course I would, bro. But at the same time, of course I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, there's always things you can find to be unhappy about. You, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah. could I uh, be there today? Uh, yeah, I could be, but I'm not. And if I'm in a little bit of a down spot right now, is it permanent? No, it's temporary, bro. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Just yeah. like when you stub your toe on the cupboard, bro, and you want to like flip and swear your lights out because you've hurt your little baby toe. Yeah. That moment, it's also temporary. You know, so I always apply that and also the spilling of the coffee. That's one of my main things that I talk about, spilling that coffee in the morning. It's such a bleak moment and you get so upset and you're like, swear your lights out or whatever, you're like whatever. But just like that, any other massive moment in your life, you know, on the degree of, of a bad moment or a little hiccup or a little obstacle on your way, it's not permanent, really. No, so not So that's at all. something that I yeah. always hold on to. It's like every little moment, it's not permanent. It's only temporary. And whatever happiness, it's also temporary, bro. So enjoy that happiness when you feel it. And I think when you live in the moment and don't live in the future or live in the past or think about things too much, just appreciate what you have. So for me, I'm happy, bro. Cool. I take everything yeah. on the chin. You know, if it's a bad thing, it happens. It's temporary. Let's move on. Let's find a way. Let's find a positive in that negative. Yeah, let's keep it moving. And live in the moment, baby, you know. Shrink, oh, shrink. I love it. <laughs> That's I love how, it. Yeah. And so just in closing the podcast, I just want you to imagine something for a second. So imagine you're in a stadium with thousands and thousands of, you know, young entrepreneurs and, you know, well, not actually necessarily young entrepreneurs, but just people, anybody. just anybody. And you have one question to answer. The question is, what is one success nugget that you would give them? You know, a piece of gold that they can hold onto. Mm. What would you say? It's a very good question. But I would say, don't ever think that you're too good or too far in whatever that you're doing to learn. Because there's always someone else who's done it just a little bit better or gone a little bit further. And I think while saying that, listen to your gut. Because when you go against your gut, you still don't really believe in that step that you take next. You know, so always go to your gut, but always listen and always don't don't speak more. You know, listen more. Do yeah. you know what I mean? That's the biggest thing. And, and surround yourself with people who have maybe got to a place in the same field without, not, not the same field. Surround yourself with people who are at a level of success, the, the success that you think of, you know, um, my, my idea of success is happiness at the end of the day. It's, it's not involved around money or where my business can go. It's not at all. If I'm not happy, then there's no point in the business, you know. Yeah. But listen to those around you. Surround yourself with people who have done more or have gone further, in, maybe in a place, not say better than you. This, you can't say that about people. No one's better than you, you know. You're, you're your own person. You are you. You're the only you that can be. But surround yourself with people that you can learn from. And never stop learning, bro, because there's not a moment in time where I think like, oh, no, this is the only way. But then someone, yeah. I'll meet someone in this weird path of life and they'll tell me one thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, bro, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And does my gut feel good about that? Yes. Keep learning, you know. So yeah. don't ever think that you have it waxed, you know. Okay. You never will. But yeah, so just before we sign off, I uh, just want to give you a quick chance to, you know, give your business a little shameless plug. A little shameless where, plug, yes, where sir. Can people find, <laughs> where can people find you? What's your handles and your ads and all those things? Man, so obviously Ayrton Sweeney on Instagram, just just my name. Uh, maybe do a little, little pop-up there instead of spelling 100%. it out like that. I got just you. all about swimming. You know, it's very easy. You'll find it. It's where we show some of our clinics. We're going to start posting some more content revolving around the life of swimming and just just conversations and people in swimming so more about the personalities and like the way of lifestyle so all about swimming and then i think we're going to get back on that youtube channel yeah that you know, youtube like, you learn from that also mistakes. you said it's all about swimming all about swimming as well okay, on youtube so shameless plug there but uh, perfect 
Yeah, that's all right, what shot, bro. Well, shot, look, bro. I appreciate you coming on the show. I had a good time, but yeah, yeah. sweet. Thanks, my boy. Thanks, man. What is up, you absolute weapons? Thank you for watching and listening to None of Your Business. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all of those beautiful places, you can find the links in the description below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Like I'm in a big loop.